You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Making Waves. Welcome back to Making Waves, everyone. We've been on a brief hiatus, so it's it's good to speak with everyone again, um, along with the host, uh, Chad. Say hi, Chad. Oh, hi, Chad. Hi, uh, my name is Justin, and uh, as I said, this is Making Waves. We are the Shiprock Podcast. We are part of the uh, Sound Talent Media family and Evergreen Podcast Collective, so uh, welcome. Uh, well, our guest tonight is our first repeat guest ever, and uh, it's really fitting because we just announced our lineup for 2023, and... You know what? Actually, Elias, I'll just, well, it's, it's Elias from Nonpoint, but I'm going to go into a story about Elias from Nonpoint real quick. So, on the ship we just had in 2022, he announced that they were going to be playing. So, yes. he lit the, uh, he lit the, uh, the rabbit out of the hat before anyone else. So, uh, anyway, everyone, please welcome Elias. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Yeah. I waited. I was, been, <laughs> I was there with for weeks now. I've been waiting. I was there with, you know, I, I had no idea I was the first repeat guest. I'm, I'm I feel honored. Thank you guys. I, I, I love the Shiprock family. It's, it's been, uh, um, you know, something that I, I've, I felt like I've, I've, you know, been such a part of so many years of it. Mm-hmm. it it's, uh, it's good to talk to friends. It, it, it's been an interesting ride. Oh, uh, you know, uh, Chad, it has Sorry, been a while. Sorry, because you said, it, you said that. I, like, I remember him saying, but I'm thinking about it now. When you meant, when you announced it on the ship, did you actually know that you were playing or you were just like, you're just saying we're going to be in? No, 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 no. Okay, I, you want to know the story? Yeah, I would love it. I can I actually tell you the story. <laughs> okay. Quick. Okay. I am, uh, I'll try to make it short. Um, I am Puerto Rican Dominican. So when the announcement of what the ports were going to be, I have yet to go to the Dominican Republic in my, at this age, I went when I was very young, my mother took me, it was, it was, I was like literally five years old. So, you know, for me to go with my wife and to, and to possibly take my daughter, you know, I was like, you know, I, I, I would, and, and it was really about playing the Caribbean. The Caribbean ship rocks were always so much fun. And the weather was always right. And it just had a very laid back vibe. And I love Mexico, but Mexico was a lot more rough. Like, hey, man, let's take this shot and hey, buy this. And it was like a lot of like, you know, go, 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 go. Uh, where, you know, everything in the Caribbean was like, hey, man, let's do this. And it was like, so I'm I'm really I was really looking forward to that. So, um, you know, once I heard that, I, I I pulled the guys together and I was like, hey, let's let's just let's be the first band to announce. And let's see if they'll let us announce during our theater show. Um, so. Uh, Randy, our international agent from uh, Sound, was there, and I pulled Randy aside, and I was like, "Hey, tell Alan I want to work on a, a deal right now. Let's let's get this wrapped up right now." And he's like, "All right, let me let me let me talk to uh, to Al." And I pulled Al, and Al said the same thing. He's like, uh, "Let me talk to Alan right now." And they immediately talked, did all the negotiation that they needed to do. And literally, as I was walking on stage, I got the answer. You got the, you got the thumbs up from Randy. The thumbs up. <laughs> that it's That's good awesome. to announce. And I was like, yes. So, uh, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we you know, it's, it's, it's really funny, the evolution just on the ship alone for you guys. I mean, I remember the beach shows and you're talking about when we were doing the Caribbean and there was a different vibe to it. The beach shows seem really, really yeah. right. Yeah. Um, 
But then in this last one, you guys are playing the deck. And if you're up above on that third level looking down, the place is like, you know, ass to nuts full, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just so funny to see that you guys are now in a position where we're like, that's the show. No matter yeah. what you're doing on the boat, that's the show. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's stoked to see you guys been a formidable band, formidable band for a long time, obviously part of our lore. But to see you guys now at a point where it's like you guys have become the show, it's just really inspiring. Great to see because you guys really do work your asses off. And and thank you. Thank yeah, you. the reception you get from the crowd, it's 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 kind of one and the same. What you guys give, they give in return. It's 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 appreciated. And the you know, I I have to give credit where credit's due. You know, um, you guys really introduced us to a, a, a group of people that follow us across the country. Uh, at our sold out show in uh, Flint that we just played, somebody handed us a Shiprock flag that I took pictures with. Um, uh, you know, so many Shiprockers come to our shows throughout the uh, the tour. So, uh, yeah, you know, the feeling is mutual for real. Real quick, well, I just wanted to, um, I was hoping there was a part of me that just was like, you, you, all of that lead up to like, we, we haven't, I haven't been to the Caribbean as an adult. My, my, my wife and my child, we're going to go there playing in the Caribbean's awesome. So I just fucking manifested, dude. I walked right on stage. The first thing I said is welcome to Shit Rock 2021. We'll see you or 2022. We'll see you in 23. And just like, <laughs> fucking, so wait, what? Everybody in the sudden see walk off the stage and there's Randy said, well, it works. You're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, 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 I was uh, smart enough to not paint myself in a corner and have, you know, your, your team go. <laughs> 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 you, know, you never know. Never know. Shiprock decide, you guys, Shiprock decide, Elias, you guys have been super busy and you guys are a very, very, the, the description of a working band um tour to tour there's very little breaks in between you drop an ep hit the yeah. road summertime's coming you're hitting the road with obviously another young band that was on shiprock varsity yes uh, summer tour um how did that come to be did you guys just kind of meet is that the first time you met was on the ship um we actually i think i just ran into the guys i haven't personally you know i i didn't t talk to them really or or, mm -hmm. or i had my family there and so i i really didn't uh, with many people but um our agent and our team at sound um that was on varsity was on the one of the lists that we mm -hmm. sent um looking for support uh you know just listening to bands you know just listening band after band after band after band and then we sent them 20 and we were like any of these 20 would be awesome so uh uh you know, uh, Tim hit us back and, and varsity was on the list. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's awesome. Now let me ask you when you're picking bands and Chad pro probably jump in here too. When you're picking bands, do you want a band that kind of aligns with what you do, your sound, your crowd, or is it okay to say, you know what, we're going to get a band that is has nothing to really do with our sound, but it might bring something different or, Hey, we're open-minded here. Or is it just easier to just bring kind of a package that you, 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 you know, the fans will like right out of the box. You know, I think in this point in my career, and I think Chad, you'll agree with me, it's really about the ticket as a whole. Mm -hmm. And and on either sides of the that coin, a band similar to Nonpoint. So we've, you know, had many bands like that that we've toured with. Uh, Dropout Kings, just as of recently, amazing band that has our kind of vibe. Um, but, you know, I would love to tour with bands like Spirit Box or, um, you know, Periphery or any of those really, you know, just where our audiences are completely opposite, uh, but we both fill rooms. So, you know, that way our, our fans are looking around and seeing and experiencing something different. Um, you know, so, it, you know, there's that that European festival kind of feel to your ticket or it's just like nonstop, you know, energy. Uh, so it, it, it just really depends on, you know, who's available and, and um, you know, who's interesting enough to us and, and willing to take, you know, the money that promoters are, are uh, you know, willing to pay, especially now that 
everyone's trying to recover from the pandemic. Uh, not a lot of clubs uh, survived and uh, not a lot of promoters um, were able to, you know, keep their kind of revenue going to keep things going. They were just basically just trying to keep themselves afloat because nobody was coming into their venue. So um, we're all adjusting at the same time. That's why we changed our business model and really started focusing on things like our social media and our online, you know, prowess, our, our uh, merchandise and things like that. So that's, that's where we're at with it. Yeah, I concur. I mean, it's, it's especially important that you think about what that Venn diagram does when you're in the room, you know, like there are the two separate holes. Sorry, my dog is barking. He's seeing another dog probably out the window. Uh, but the Venn diagram of the two holes coming together and then how they all intertwine. <clears throat> do you both leave with the benefit of your crowds uh, merging and then becoming new fans of either or band? And also, what does yeah. the experience feel like for each and each band's fan? Like it should, if you to 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 even like take it a step further with the club situations, the ones that, that are alive, especially the independent promoters, <clears throat> you know, they have to charge a lot. Nobody wants to take a step back in earning, right? From the production company to the stagehand, to the bands, to the everybody, even yeah. though there was a huge step back in the, in the industry and there's less of uh, there's less of a amount, you know, the, the supply versus demand is, is completely off kilter from each other. Mm -hmm. So when those ticket prices rise, you have to take into account, I think, specifically when you're at the headliner, if you were charging a $20 ticket or a $25 ticket before the pandemic, and now you're at a 27 or a $30 ticket right now, that's to make up for lost causes. Well, is my support going to make the people who pay that three or five? Yeah. Feel worth, like that was a great show. That was worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. And, and you know, I, you, you, you do your best to, to you know, uh, uh, you know, meet the mark that you have to with your crowds, um, you know, as far as the show. Uh, but it, at the end of the day, people got, why didn't you come with this band? It's like they weren't available or, you yeah. know, it, it didn't cost. They the promoters weren't able to pay the money. They were willing to pay for us, but they weren't willing to pay for them or, you know, that it's it's all risk. That's why, again, we uh, figured out how to survive it and how to change with it. And a lot of promoters and a, lo a lot of reasons that our you know, shows are becoming more and more successful is that we've taken on the advertising vehicle and now we're doing the advertising for our shows where, you know, promoters were left to their own devices and, you know, outside of just targeting our band and our fans, um, you know, I have front row access to all of my pages and I have my, you know, audience engaged on our socials. So to be able to flip that into, you know, spending a little bit of money since they're spending money on me, um, I think I'm getting the respect from promoters and they're seeing us do that as well. So that way they're also to committing more um, to the shows. That's a great way to yeah, put it. You know, yeah, the micro targeting that you have to do now for each art, for each venue you're going to is so essential to what you're doing with social media. Um, you know, it's no longer like the promoters, like the, especially the independent ones in these kind of second or B and C markets. They're like, yeah, all the, right, we're going to spend 500 on brick and mortar. That doesn't work anymore. It, it, that, but that's the only channel that they have, unfortunately. It's I had yeah. to spend money on educating myself. And I actually have um, at least I talked to a Facebook marketing. Uh, uh, I mean, I talked to them at least every month and a half. At least mm -hmm. that I whatever I've spoken to them about, I set up all my ads and I set up a meeting for the next time. So that way, you know, they can look at what my ads did. I can change it. And it's it's becoming less and less expensive for me to do what I need to do to hit the marks that I hit, um, you know, but people have to take into consideration when I'm playing a tour that has 30, 35 markets just spending a hundred dollars in each one of those markets. That's almost $3,500 for a grand that, you know, you have to consider, uh, and, and how much are other people spending on that, on that same, you know, side. So it's, you got to decide one way or another, um, whether or not you're willing to take that hit to, to get people through the door. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, back to my original question, I won't be seeing for super, super, super pointed, by the way, I just want to let you know, as a promoter for 15 years, that's the first time that I think we've talked to anybody on this show that has said it the way that it, I think literally should be said, uh, educate yourself. So that way 
you can do the best you can in that realm. So you can Absolutely. continue to do the best you can. Absolutely. With your partners, you know? Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it, it, there, there needs to be like an open relationship between bands, the brands themselves and the internal infrastructure, their business infrastructure and the business that they do in the markets that they go and visit, because it's, it's, we spend dollars to to promote ourselves at radio. We spend dollars to, um, you know, drive into town on crew, on production. So there's dollars spent in that market to have a relationship with the guy that's getting people to walk through the door. It, 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 there can be such a better open dialogue going on um, that that, you know, I've I, I've seen how broken that model is because they should be coming directly to me and spending the dollars straight through my profile instead of spending targeting my profile, which is 10 times the cost for me to advertise on my page is on the pennies based on the dollars that they're spending to target my band. So, you know, if they were to educate themselves on that and then have those conversations with us, we could write that into the contract or we could take the advertising dollars and let them spend it. You know, all that, there's so many ways. And that's where I feel like the pandemic is, is eventually going to have to, you know, make those models get tested. So that way people can start surviving on a higher scale. Spoken like a true ghost. So, so speaking about changing the paradigm, so your last release was the uh, Ruthless EP. Are EPs, in a sense, kind of the way forward? Uh, for us, I, I think, it, like we talked about in our documentary during the pandemic, before we dropped Ruthless and this next one coming up, um, it was a test on what everyone told us in the last 20 years we could or couldn't do with our music. Because I've, I've worked with a lot of big teams, you know, started with MCA, went to Lava, went to Geffen, went to um, uh, Rocket Science. Then we went to, uh, uh, you know, Razor and Tie and then Concord. And then, you know, a lot of big, big, big names and big, big, big teams. Um, and they have their systems in place. So when you go and you say, hey, I, I, I feel like my fans would really gravitate to this kind of song. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, doors you got to go through to finally feel like you, you have an answer to whether or not you, you're, you, that, that feeling is right. Um, when it's just completely up to you and the risk is yours, and you've been asking that question for as long as we have. Um, at this point, it's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to ask. So um, what we did with Ruthless, because we were flipping into the independent world, is we wanted to make sure that our base was taken care of. For the last 20 years, I've been dropping shit at radio and doing well at radio. I don't want to pretend like I don't have radio songs. Um, but... You know, I flash back to Hans Haydel, our first A&R guy, when he signed us. And he was like, you guys are going to be the Latin Pantera. And, and it was because he saw our live shows with music that we had written that was completely untouched by producers, by anyone. Um, so when we went independent, and I sat down with Rob and I sat down with the guys. Um, it, was, it was about answering that question. And we needed to bankroll that to make sure that we, and we did that. Ruthless, the Ruthless EP, the streams, everything did so well for us that we are able to now, our, our record label for in the first year is now in the black. And, so is our independence. So everything is moving in such a positive way that I don't, we don't have to worry about things like budgets anymore, where it was constantly an issue before. Well, we worry about them, but you know, now we, we, it's, it's dollars versus risk. And it's like, well, we never got to do this. So let's fucking do it. And with the next EP that ruthless was like, yes, they can write 
songs the way Nonpoint writes songs, independent. Now watch what they do when, you know, the cuffs are off and the gloves are off and we're ready to uh, throw down. Like the next song that we drop on this EP is, is definitely going to turn to Met. So was that, that the so genesis much. then of 361? <laughs> to be able to take those risks? Yeah, that's why. It's because now we're... Now there's nobody that we have to ask. So it's just, what do we want to do? We're, we're going with this one first. And it's... Is there, hes- is there hesitation from management and agents when you decide, hey, we're going to go... F- from the label, the traditional label route to do our own thing. Is there, is there a moment of hesitation or is the team all on board or is there some convincing that must be done? Uh, I think, well, I, I, we've, we've surrounded ourselves now with a management team and um, we have such an open dialogue with our agent now that they understand what the plan is. Uh, We handed over a marketing plan in January um, to know exactly when we wanted to tour, to know exactly when we were going to release everything, um, which I had yet to even do that with anyone and any of my teams and the you know prior. Um, but it, I was building and 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 basically courting this team and convincing them to become partners with with the Nonpoint brand um, over about a three five to three year span, and you know. Uh, about fall of a uh, year before last, it really accelerated. And um, we started to see all of the testing that we were doing in our socials and all of the content that we were doing and watching all of our fans really start to engage with us um, that we knew that that we were doing, um, we were on the right plan and right path. And then when we felt like we were getting to a situation where um, we were not seeing eye to eye with, with a certain team member, we would just shift gears and, and pivot and find, you know, someone who understood, you know, the, the, the end game and understood that um, we're educated about our business and um, our fan base and our fans have been asking for things for decades and we're going to fucking give it to them. That's awesome. I mean, I have, I have a couple of questions inside of all of that, if you don't mind me yeah, yeah, yeah. just like poking at something completely off the, the beaten path, I, I think, of where I was going to ask uh, other questions. But this is so intriguing to me personally. What do you think that the end game is? And that doesn't have to be this record or the next EP. But like if you you said five years from now, you've been courting to a space that you feel absolutely comfortable in. Sounds like you're doing very well with the brand moving forward, you're able to make your own decisions that are influenced by the people who are, who really matter, who are the people who are consuming your music. So five years from now, what is that? Where do you see that? This uh, in, the over the next five years, we're going to, we're going to, you know, I, I have such a deep understanding of our numbers, of our distribution, of our legal, of our taxes, of our entities, of every single part of my business, uh, that once it's the model is finished, I want to be able to see another band that has a similar team, that I have a good content creator that understands and speaks to the band and is able to visually adapt their music so that way they can it can live in the internet world um I, then i want to hand them the model and the the deal that i wrote with my label which is though it's my label it's still a deal that i completely flipped the share so instead of it being you know 80 20 this way it's 80 20 towards us and we're realizing with that 20 percent that we're able to operate and pay our team and that is power, you know. Yeah, and so um, I want to hand that power over to other artists that are willing to do the work that 
that we're doing. It's it's because I'm I'm not gonna write their ads for them. I'm not gonna you know I want to show them how easy it is and how you know uh, sit down and ask them the twenty questions to help them figure out who their their uh, uh, fans are and you know show them how to work with stores and showing them all the streams of revenue and showing them how Instagram not like all of these things that you know will then excite them to the point where they're like, well, this is a better deal than I'm seeing over here. And at least I'm in control, you know, and then I feel like from there, the, the 10 year plan is for, for a, a big label to look at our model and say, we want to fund this. We don't want to mess with it. Sort of like what Facebook did to Instagram, that, that, because I can't fund it. I'm funding my own. So for, for I, we need to find another brand that's, that's churning on their own because I've seen small brands that are completely self-reliant and they're doing very well. And I would, I would, there's parts of the, even their infrastructure that I see is still based on a very old model. And if they could see how independence could get you to a point where then you can build up your team, then maybe sell your, your, your rights then to grow and scale because eventually even I'm going to ceiling, you know, and I understand that. Um, but, uh, but again, I, it's, it's the freedom that I have right now and the level of success that I'm still having without having to, to commit to so much, you know, share. So for, on all intents and purposes, uh, what I understand is passing the torch in a way that allows you to, to prove proof in the, in, the, in the pudding outside of just the nucleus of what this is, but also monitoring it underneath your brand. Directing then, them. Yeah, so just because the, the I, I would literally have my COO dealing with their their uh their products, uh the, the my creative director, my product manager watching there who they would appoint as their creative director and their product manager, and then have a branch of that team so that way I can then show them, hey, this is where you're gonna have to do some work. So carve out the next month and get yourself ready because you, you're going to have to do some, some deep dip, you know, dip. and then chart taking it from there, essentially. Correct. Basically, but for, you know, all, for all kinds of purposes, not hooking your, 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 your latch onto another wagon, but your wagon is now becoming a part of a wagon, uh, wagoneer troop or whatever correct. you would call it. A caravan. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then I want to use their directors to help direct my big ideas into what they know realistically I'll be able to hit, you know, because they're good at scaling. Supplementing where, where, where the core of what you built could use a little help monetarily and also uh, with the arm brothers. Yeah. Because there's less risk for them. And I understand that. I, I talked about this, you know, in, in, in other interviews that the model of, of artist and, and label isn't, isn't the model it's, it's album and label. It's they're in business with your album. They're not in yeah. business with you. So there's lots of things that they they can't justify spending on, which you would think, well, it's going to make the band bigger. And they're like, I don't give a shit about making the band bigger. It's about making this album, this song. So when you when that light bulb goes off, you realize, oh, man, what they what they care about has to has to be based on what they can show to the people above them that's profitable for their business. You know, right. if not, they're going to, you know, go somewhere else. Right. That's beautiful, man. And I, I have to hand it, hand it to you a million times over. Uh, as long as you've done it and having the energy and strength in, internally to educate yourself, commit to the process and see the results through is probably the most inspiring thing. And there's a lot of very inspiring things about you, Elias, and about Thanks, over the years being a huge fan as I have been knowing uh, where you come from, from, you know, the Thank sunset you. black days and Beeler bros and all that stuff, seeing you where you are now, that was probably uh, earth shatteringly cool. Very, very Thank awesome. I'm not that that's what I think, but fuck yeah. I think this Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it. It's I'm, I'm, uh, this is fucking fun for me, man. This yeah, is like yeah, a whole new, 
this is a whole new thing. It's it's like I have I have all the energy in the world for this side of it now. Yeah. yeah. I just saw your brain. Well, welcome everyone on Facebook. We are now live. So welcome everyone who's joined us on this Wednesday evening uh, and sharing some time with uh, Elias from Nonpoint. What's up, everybody? Hey, Elias guys, is so very smart. You should be listening to this first 30 minutes of this because it was probably the most educational uh, piece of uh, material yeah. that Making Waves has done in my opinion. <laughs> real quick guys uh this drops monday at 9 a.m uh, eastern check out the first half hour because it really is about the business of music and the art of independence and elias and the band have created a very unique paradigm for themselves going forward and, and for younger bands coming up that might want to have some sort of mentorship from what they're doing because it's very impressive and very uh well it's the way forward quite honestly um, but welcome. If you've got a question for Elias, please throw it in the thread and we will get to it. Uh, with that, we're going to continue talking. And one thing we spoke about before we went live earlier was uh, aging. Yes. And uh, I already have it. And you said a few silvers are coming in with you. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Oh, did you ever see that duck? <laughs> well, I'm just coming. <laughs> like, like, anyway, so <clears throat> did you ever see the documentary, The Other F Word? No. Okay. It's a documentary, guys, and Pennywise and Lars from Rancid and some other punks put it together. It's about punk rockers getting older and being parents. And there's a great segment when Jim Lindbergh from Pennywise is getting ready to go on tour. And one of the tour, one of the things he has to take with him is, is basically hair polish to kind of get because his hair turning gray. You know, he's tired of wearing a cap all the time, so he has to put it in to keep the hair dark. Got to keep the what do you say? You got to keep the illusion going right yes and that's but so it, it, my question to you is going back to the way you guys utilize social media you guys leave yourself very vulnerable because you show the real you there's yes. a lot of silliness there's a lot of things that people could go oh my god you know because some bands still very you know ham-fisted about how they handle themselves and want to present themselves but you guys are very real and i think the idea of getting older is great because your fans now feel much more it's more intrinsic to them now what you are and who you are as a person because god damn it we're all getting old together mm -hmm. or older i should say but still retaining that 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 energy you're talking about now is that something that is is that something that you ever think about or you just say fuck it this is who i am this is how i'm rolling or or do i have to keep the illusion rolling here you know i i lie if i i'd be lying if i said I was in a little bit vain, uh, you know, in the sense of, of catching it every once in a while in pictures, uh, you know, but I have a, a very lovely wife who, who adores me and can't wait to see me in full gray dreads. Um, so uh, I, I, I've, I'm lucky that I've grown old basically gracefully. I don't have any crow's feet or anything just yet. Um, but uh, when it comes to, coloring my hair um, and, and doing that, I, I can't pretend I'm not the age that I'm, that I am, um, that I haven't been around for 20 years. So um, for me to uh, dye my dreads all the way to the very end, which would take God forever for me to do. Um, two bottles. It would take two bottles. Yeah, it would be insane. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, at, at a certain point, I, I feel like, you know, keeping myself physically, physically fit, um, keeping a smile on my face and uh, keeping my voice tip top is is what's important. I definitely think one of the advantages you guys have is that um, you guys have never stopped last 20 years. You've always been you haven't been in a band. It's like, hey, we took a five year hiatus. And now you come back and people go, oh, shit, I haven't seen him in five years. What's he look like? Wow. Wow, he's changed. But people, you know what? They're so gradual when you you say that it it's the last thing that people think about because you've always been there for them. So that's all they're thinking about is well, well, they sound different. Oh, they didn't like that song. I like the song off the last album. That's the only change that they really actually even see and hear. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. Um, we we were gonna take a hiatus, and the universe made us take all take a hiatus because. <laughs> Just before the pandemic happened, Nonpoint went dark on all socials and our fans were asking what was going on and we had planned on doing that. Um, and then the pandemic happened 
And in the middle of the pandemic, people are like, man, I miss Nonpoint. I wish they would come back, man. Where are they? And we were like, we had planned on not being around for quite some time. Um, and uh, we felt like our fans needed it. Needed our humor, needed our, our uh, um, needed music, just needed something. And uh, uh, we could afford to do it at the time. And we were willing to do it. So yeah, nobody else kind of everybody's kind of sitting around doing nothing, and we were like, "Fuck it." Huh. How close were you to announcing that before uh, you know the world announced that everybody's going to have a have a have a break? Well, ruthless ruthless um, was supposed to come out a year prior, oh, and okay. yeah, and and um, when the pandemic hit, because it was it was coinciding with an AEW. Um, event the the year prior, uh, so we asked uh, Mikey and 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 the team there if it was okay for us to wait a year because we weren't going to be able to, to to tour and support the song. And you know how important it is, um, you know, to to the stations that you come to town when they've played the song, um, to the fans that have support and called uh, to to ask. Um, the DJs to play it, you know, all that stuff. So uh, we didn't want with our first test of us being independent to go against the industry without our touring, which is our, our show is our show. So I, I didn't want to, uh, um, you know, put our team in, in our first swing uh, uh, at the plate in, in those situations. So uh, we took a step back. Um, we re you know, we pivoted, we, we thought about what, what could we give our fans that they've been asking for a while uh, that we could accomplish um, uh, from home. And that was exactly that. It was more of us at home and more of us, you know, being stupid and goofy and, and, you know, the little things that were getting so much engagement on our socials um, to give them more of that. So this recent live so, video you put up or get, get better, was that, you're, you're not cur- obviously not currently recording. You're, are you, or, or are you currently recording? While currently recording, you stepped out uh, outside of the session to do the to get better. Okay, gotcha. Cool. cool yeah, cool. yeah. We we did that it, again. It was in the marketing plan, so we knew exactly when we were going to be doing it. We had already carved out the time. It was no stress on anybody. Um, you know, we knew that we wouldn't have to be touring or recording or any of that stuff. We knew our content creator would be in, or she could work remotely because we had a guy here that had, you know, so we're, we're, we're a well-oiled machine. I, very I, cool. That's I'm very proud cool. of my team. I'm really yeah, proud yeah. of my It's team. very cool, I, by the way. I, I watched I have, it twice today. So. Thanks. I have a question for one of the ship rockers. This is Karen. She's been dormant a little bit here, but she came back and she got a great question. <laughs> she wants to know, Elias, um, if you were alone on the planet, what three things would you want to be with you? Food excluded. Oh, I was going to say an espresso machine. You got me. Uh, okay. Um, three things that I would need. It, is music too general? No, listen, just if you need Dark Side of the Moon, you need Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. So music, uh, I would absolutely need music. Um, oh, man. Uh, I would need a beach. <laughs> a beach to uh, live on. Uh and I need tacos. Oh shit! I can't use. Like, the food. I can't do food. Um, uh, and my family. Ooh, you just described know. a vacation. <laughs> yes, that's basically it. I need. The- <laughs> he needs I a need vacation. a vacation. <laughs> I need ship rock. I need a ship rock. <laughs> There you go. That's right. You just described right. Oh, you're so observant, sir. You're so observant. Oh, that's the best. Well, thanks for answering that. But folks, if you got other questions, Karen, thank you. That was a great one. And, and I oh, love those answers. It's good. Well, we'll just throw you another one. So uh, we were talking about you're getting ready to go on tour yet, yet again yeah, uh, with the band Varsity and as support for you guys. What are you looking forward to on the tour? Uh, getting over to the West. It, we, we haven't been there in a long time. Um, they've been waiting. They were waiting pre-pandemic. So 
uh, to finally get over there. It's been, it's been years, man. It's, it's going to be fun to get over there. Are you on tour right now? Or like, uh, no, I'm in my, in my basement studio thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're do, we did a couple uh, warm up shows, uh, you know, Flint. Um, and then now we're going to uh, pick up with varsity and, and, and start that. So I, it, thankfully I live in Michigan, so it wasn't far for me to go uh, from Flint to uh, my home. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Been a couple oh. days. I thought you were with Black Label Society. Was that not? Did I? Was that last no. year? No. What happened was uh, we were supposed to play Shiley Acres with them, and with the bottleneck that's going on with vehicles right now, people don't understand. Everybody's touring. Uh, that uh, we didn't secure a vehicle in time to actually make it to the show. The person that was secure we had secured the vehicle no longer had the vehicle in order for us to uh take so we learned that literally days before when they were like hey sorry we don't have a vehicle so we uh we had to do the shows that we could and and unfortunately cancel the ones that we could yeah it's funny you mentioned that right sorry yeah yeah, the, the buses is one thing, but it got down to the minute things like there's not enough wood for drumsticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, the, I'm it's seriously, the supply they're, chain. They're, it's, it's it was crazy. Ukraine. Like some some bands, yeah. like we have to wait a week until we get our supply of just gear necessities, cables, sticks, picks. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, well, yeah. just go ahead and busk. Go so that, busk. Yeah, like for, like for real. It's we we were under the situation where we would have had to have played the show and then made it to Shiley Acres, which was almost a nine hour drive um, that same evening. So we wouldn't have slept having already driven um, six hours to get to Flint, stay up all night. And that would have put us at like a 48 hour mark with no sleep and it, it just would have been bad. Yeah. Especially yeah. driving through the mountains and there were tornadoes going on at that time. And, you know, we, we did everything we could to get a vehicle and it just, it wasn't going to happen. That's earn your stripes. Um, You've done that many of times over shit. I would, somebody's like, you want to drive a uh, loadout to load in for an entire month straight as, uh, for 300 bucks a night? I say, uh, nope, no thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. Man. Well, you mentioned new music coming out, new EP. Can I say EP? Mm -hmm. I just EP. said it, so shit. Yeah, um, yeah, you can say EP. It's definitely going to be an EP. Okay, is that something we're going to see before the holidays? Being uh, absolutely. Christmas, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And will it be kind of some of somewhat of a bookend to what you did with, uh, with Ruthless, or are you? What are you going to do? Are you going to be another cover song in there? Uh, well, what we wanted to do is again, it's something that we've always wanted to do in the past, and we're stringing together some EPs, um, uh, doing like I was saying before, testing with that first one, uh, building mm -hmm. ourselves, uh, and and really servicing our, our core. Uh, doing some testing with this next one and really um, um, trying something different sonically uh, and then, you know, hand everybody a, a, a really um, thoughtful body of work uh, based on, on, on what we're accomplishing and what our fans are, are uh, you know, um, reacting to. Because, you know, we write, we this last EP we really wrote for for the sake of ourselves and 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 to really uh, shake our own tree and and challenge ourselves. We really challenge ourselves on this one, and um, I think it's it's really changed everything for us. It it, it certainly has for me. Uh, writing as many songs as I've had, um, I I can definitely say that the first song that we're about to drop is going to be something that people haven't heard from us. That's awesome. And I was going to ask you, what of all the songs that you've written or been a part of, which one stands out for you? Where you kind of go, I, I, I split the fucking atom with this one. Um, sonically, I think live split the atom. I, uh, last dying breath is, is, is a song that, um, um, it really does the non-point roller coaster. Does we basically do everything? Um, Milestones is another one um, that has a swag that that our fans and I just love playing that song live. I, I don't know where about it. it. Just it just has a swing to it. Um, but my favorite non-point song is on this new EP of all time. 
awesome. Hands down. The one you're getting ready to drop. Hands down. It is my favorite all right. song of all time. Hold yeah, on to your shirts, folks. He's, it's it, project, so it's, it it's made Rob. <laughs> yeah, it made Rob. Rob, I've never seen Rob react the way he's reacted to this song with our music. If you could, if you could uh, sort of give us a glimpse into Rob's reaction, uh, could you? Do, is that possible? Uh, it, it, is there room? If, if you could imagine a, 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 a silverback gorilla in an IKEA. <laughs> and the amount of furniture that would get tossed that's basically rob's living room when he was listening to the song like are you serious <laughs> like, he was no he was just throwing he was filled with such rage and energy that he was destroying every bit of furniture <laughs> definitely and neighbors definitely called the cops <laughs> so basically what you just yeah, said yeah, is non-point is non-point is never playing stockholm very good <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I got to go. Gonna have to fly to Copenhagen, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a question about touring uh, in general um, before we probably move into Walk the Planket. Uh, but hey, man, after all these years of doing it, you're in a space that, you know, you get up, you know what you have to do for the day, and you know likely when you're going to be done doing it all. What's the least favorite part of that day for you after all of these years? Like, what do you loathe the most? I loathe... Specifically touring. Touring-wise? Yeah, specifically touring. touring, what I loathe. Uh, having to find a shower or a shitter. Okay. It doesn't those, change then. <laughs> those two things are just... Because, because the venue normally doesn't open up till about 11 or noon, and my guts get moving at about 9.30. And it, it ain't, you ain't stopping these guts. They're going. The, the, the gears are open. They've already called downstairs. Uh, open up all the valves. It's, everything's gone. If it's not moving by 9.40, there's a, there's a backup in the tunnel. Plus the doors open and it's just you on a fucking mission. So worried looking. Sweating, <laughs> sweating like Jesus Christ. Is the bathroom which way? Which way? <laughs> Elias, you have to live like a wolf. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I figured it, it would it wouldn't change, you know, um over the years, but just out of curiosity to kill the cat if you were like, well, you know, I just I hate this. But it's definitely always been for me. Uh, how do I do this peacefully? I should say peacefully, because you could run into like a gas station onesie, you know, and you know that there's going to be somebody behind you knocking on that door about two minutes in. And that's with, no fun. With the door gap, like <laughs> this far, so they could totally the see me full head, full <laughs> head. Like, the, what's up, dude? Uh, I'm going to finish up. You're going to wait for me to finish up or are you going to stare at me through the fucking <laughs> You're 11. Where's your father? Yeah. It's like, that's. <laughs> like you ever see that like a kid a kid yeah. comes like <coughs> right in the crack yeah it happens every fucking time sitting there and you know you you try to you try to give him this one you know you try to just yeah, yeah. feed him the top of yeah. the head nah yeah. they'll sit there and until yeah. you're done <laughs> yeah hey i've got a question for you uh, jesus where's uh this is the longest shitter discussion i think my wife and, um, and Francesca were actually talking about this today, how men talk too much about shit and farts. And I'm like, hey, they're funny. Yeah. No, they're funny. Also, it makes you yeah. feel less uncomfortable. I feel like me, I don't know about you, but like if I just get it out there, I don't have to worry about somebody wondering if I'm going to be a disgusting shitter. If I'm just like, dude, I need like an hour. And yeah. They're like, okay. If they continue to hang out, you know that they can't have anything <laughs> to complain about. You know, I told exactly. you very early on. Exactly. And, and do you, hey, you know, know what? I scream. I go, I just started. <laughs> Get away from the door. Yeah. I learned that. It's also good to always have something that plays music. So anyway, um, <laughs> hey, one thing here is Steve wants to know when the new P, when, when you guys play go on tour, are you going to be playing or putting in a rotation any of the new tracks you've been working on? This, if, if we do, it will be that song and it will be on this tour. If not, um, uh, it will most certainly be in the fall. Okay. Now, this I will send you 
privately after this, but I'm going to read this because this one young lady has a request. Okay. Christina wants, he goes, please ask Elias to dedicate, is it Rabia? Yeah. Is that the name of one? Yep. Rabia to Lisa Lisa Martinez on Saturday in Milwaukee. She passed from cancer and she loved Nonpoint and that was her favorite song. We dedicated Rabia to Lisa at the Flint show and we will be dedicating Rabia to Lisa for the entirety of that tour. You're a great man. Thank you, Christine. I hope you heard that. And uh, kudos to you guys for doing that. That's looking up for your folks. So she awesome, was a awesome, sweetheart. Awesome. She was a sweetheart. I, I knew Lisa for many years. She came to many shows. She was soft spoken, never asked for too, like she was never crazy. And the sweetest, sweetest woman ever. Cancer came quick, like super fast. It, it, she will be sorely, sorely missed. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that, Christina. There you go. You, uh, you're going to get your wish. Done deal. Justin, awesome. want to do? Uh, want to take him down the, the plank, maybe? Do you want to ask the question from the prior? Sure, I'll start with it. Yeah, go for Let's it. Let's do that. Uh, so, so before, since since the last time you were on this, we started a new tradition in our walking the plank segment. Um, the previous guest will ask the next week's guest a question without knowing who that guest is. And All right. I will repeat that question and you will give me that answer. Then I will tell you who that guest was and then you get to do the same thing without knowing who that guest next week's guest is. All right. <clears throat> so the question that was asked to ask you is, have you ever gotten to drive the bus before? I have. <laughs> I have. It was many, many, many years ago. And uh, yes, I have. And it was <laughs> it was actually during the drive. The driver literally got up, turned sideways and went, are we up? Sit, 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 sit. And I was like, oh, oh, and I sat down and I was fucking driving. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> Were you all right, asking? Huh? Were you asking or he just he just said, do this right now? No, he had to go to the he had to go, he had to pee. Oh, sick. He had to pee. He so had you were just like, can I drive? Can I drive? Can I drive? No, oh. no, no, no. And, but I had driven. I was always the driver for the band. And, and he knew that. Um, and I was really good at trailers. Like, I'm ridiculous with backing in a trailer. Like, immediately know which way to turn it. Like, the guys are always freaked out about how, like, easily I do it. Um, but uh, that, that was, that was, it was, it was pretty fun. That's it was, awesome. It was my man, Jason. <laughs> so uh, that was asked by Joey Belladonna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which That's I thought was like, yeah, oh, I was like, yeah. He just busted out that question. I was like, okay, let's do it. Uh, so now knowing how it works, what do you want to ask? All it right. Joey, but, yeah. um, have you ever seen an alien spacecraft on tour? Okay, perfect. There you go. Writing it down. Is yes. Tom DeLong our next guest? Oh man, you need to. That'll be the whole segment. <laughs> That's right. Well, actually, oh, wow. I have a segment. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> you can ask yeah. one question. You can ask one question and then just be like this. Yeah, I'll see I'm going to go make a sandwich or three. Yeah. You're like this. You're like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Looking up Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, right 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 it's looking great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm never getting the blank tour. <laughs> hey man, there goes, there goes the blank tour. There goes those the hours of your life. <laughs> so we'll do a we'll do walk the plank, uh, Elias. Basically, we'll ask you a question, and you just give us your well your answer. And it's just usually nothing to do with music. Sometimes it is. My question is about music, so I just right. shot myself in the foot. However, I'll go ahead and ask it. So my question is this. What song in your life, doesn't have to be a non-point song, that's something you listen to, something you grew up with, what song evokes the strongest memories for you? Um, ooh, song? One song. I can't, I, oh, one song. Mm, I would one say. One song. What song? It would have to be any Doobie Brothers song. Um. 
shoots me way back. Just Yacht Rock in general. If you put on the Yacht Rock station, it's over for me. I will like every song. I'll be like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. My fucking jam. Doesn't matter what, yeah. It, it, Any, it doesn't matter what shit's coming down the pike. That Yacht Rock will put you in a, a, a really good bro, space. That's my jam, man. I just, it's it's palm trees and frozen drinks when I'm listening to that damn you guys, this guy like likes McDonald's vacations. Yesterday. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're a vacation. You're a vacation state of mind kind of guy. Man, yeah. I fucking work a lot. Come on. I need <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, right. so I'm going to ask you a non-music question. And um, uh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> do you believe in coincidence or synchronicity? Do I believe in coincidence? I believe in the power of intention. Uh, and I definitely believe in manifesting because um, I really I didn't understand it before. But uh, intention and uh, thought and language really does change everything. Um, you're never uh, going to reach your goals if all you do is go. I'm worried I'm going to reach my goals. I you know, my team always says it all the time when they're like, all right, I, I get that you say we're going to do it, but we have to still figure it out. I'm like, yeah, I get it. We're going to figure it out, but we're doing it. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. And every fucking time we get it done. So it's, it's you know, it's it. I, I definitely believe uh, the most in, in, in putting your mind and then putting your intention towards what you want. It'll get there. Was it, Man, is that like transcendental your, meditation right yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I got a quick question to follow up on that. Then, if, if if that's the case, have you ever found yourself? Do you find yourself a lot of the time at the goal line when the before the ball the ball has even snapped with your team with, in the, in those situations where you where you don't even the play hasn't even began, but you're already like I've scored, moving on. Are you are you just yes. still okay? Gotcha. Yeah, because, it, you know, because with the team, because I realized after taking on all the risk, being independent, you you weigh everything out. So I know my bad case scenario and my best case scenario. What am I willing to risk to hit either one of those? And then I make that risk. And it's me and it's our band and it's our lives and our music. So why wouldn't I fucking risk it? You know what I mean? If they're spending the money to risk it on something that I don't feel as strong about, why wouldn't I risk it on something that after weighing the two and realizing, well, this isn't even a really bad, bad case scenario. We still at least get to do it. Let's fucking do it. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking do it, <laughs> right. right? Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. All right. And we we just we just fucking did it. One hour with Elias from uh, Nonpoint. Thank you, my friend. We really appreciate your time. Um, very generous. And obviously, guys, um, please, 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 if you're interested in how this business works in the modern world now, check out uh the full episode this Monday at 9 a.m. uh Eastern Standard Time, wherever you stream uh well, podcast, or if you can go to the Ask for YouTube channel, you can see it and have a visual companion to go along with it. Hey. So, um, you can see these teeth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful teeth. So, anyway, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, make sure and check out uh, Nonpoint when they hit the road with uh, Varsity on the uh, what's, what's the tour called again? Uh, the Take It Apart and Put Back Together tour. There it's you a go. lyric. Make yourself call. Yes, it's alert from get. Yes, back. make yourself whole. Go see uh, Nonpoint Varsity, uh, and also, guys, if you didn't know, you can see uh, Nonpoint and Shipwreck 2023. We just dropped the first part of our lineup, and uh, it's it's it's. Look at them all happy. We're gonna be oh, stoked when you're there, dude. We can't wait. We can't <laughs> wait for those big, huge, beautiful deck shows. Yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely thought you're going with something else there. <laughs> <laughs> Hard hey man, that's not that's non-point blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, but you can if you haven't purchased tickets yet for Shiprock 2023, go to shiprock.com and book your cabin. Or if you're just going alone, maybe you can find some other friends that are looking to go and you can find a cabin made on there or something and and, and become a shiprocker for life. 
We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Wouldn't have any of this happening without a few people I need to mention before we go. Uh, our show producer, Al McManus, our show engineer, Jennifer Zito, our show coordinator, Heather Smith, and of course, the captain, Alan Koenig. And thank you, Chad. Thank you, Elias. And thank That's you, everyone out there for joining man. us. All right, everyone take care. Have a good week and be safe. Thank Love you. you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Weiland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.